0: Welcome to Word of Life Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will move to and through you from today's message. If this podcast helps you spiritually, will you consider helping us naturally? You can give online or become a monthly partner as we aim to help more ministries and release more content. You can give online today at thelife.cc. Enjoy today's message. Good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing? Everybody, ready to go swimming? Ah, I was like, man, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. If I haven't had the opportunity to meet you just yet, I am Robert Berry, the campus pastor here at Word of Life Pondexter. Uh And it's just a joy to see you all here uh, this Sunday. And uh, talking about an announcement, another announcement on next Sunday, June 4th, uh, what we have is um, Move Up, which is. Um, Kids Life, which is our kindergarten, K 5 through fifth grade. And what's going to happen, they're going to move from, well, the fifth grade is basically moving from elementary uh, to junior high, which is sixth grade. So next Sunday, uh, what will take place, we will have uh, about three to four uh, Kids Life um, members that will be in this service with us because they're moving up from fifth grade. To junior high to sixth grade. So I know we have some parents in here that, you know, your child is going from fifth grade to the sixth grade. Our son Chase, uh, my wife and I, he'll be going to the sixth grade. So we like, yes, you get promoted, son, to the adult service. <laughs> uh, so we don't have youth just yet, uh, but that is coming. So you can be in prayer with us uh, about that as a church uh, for our youth. Uh, and so parents just want to encourage you that Uh, Even though they're moving from their service, they're being here, they get the opportunity not to have a youth service, but youth can serve. (laughs) I like that. They can serve. So Chase, he loves to, you know, uh, get on the phone, take pictures, draw and things like that. So, you know, we have a photography serve team. So it's like, hey, if you want to take pictures, he doesn't have a cell phone. But if you want to take pictures, you can use mom's phone or my phone and take pictures uh, for the service. But what we are encouraging as a church that even at a young age, they can serve. Even at a young age, their gifts, their talents can be used for the Lord. We even see Jesus at a young age was used for the Lord. We see David at a young age was used uh, for the Lord. So next Sunday, June 4th, uh, we will be having that uh, kind of a slash graduation ceremony move up you know, just for them in here, we'll pray over them and bless them. And then we will have our service. So we are still in our series, the generosity journey. This is ending, uh, the generosity journey. And we have just been hearing about the different, steps, phases, even what generosity is, what generosity isn't, when it comes to giving, when it comes to bringing our offerings, our tithes and offerings to the Lord. And so one of the things that I just want to make real quick, it's a statement that I have never, ever forgotten that my mentor shared with me. He said, when emotions are high, wisdom is low. Say that one more time. When emotions are high, wisdom is low. You don't have to raise your hand, but have your emotions ever been high? I know mine have. So for me, one of the things that I do when emotions are high, I like to go on a journey. And that journey is high running. I love to run. And with that, I just get out in nature. And with that, I begin to see the birds. I begin to see the squirrels. Now, the squirrels, they kind of get on my nerves a little bit because I'm like, you see me coming and you want to come across my path. I'm not even bothering you, but you want to come across my path. But anyway, they just having fun, just having fun. So my emotions are so high. I'm thinking about things. I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned about that. Just different things in life, you know, family, raising children, you know, parenting, you know, and it's like, woo, Jesus. And I'm on this running journey. I'm on the trail. And every time I see these birds they hit the ground and you see the beak going in the ground. And at times you can see one or two, they'll pull up a worm, and I'm like, get out of here. You ain't even work for that worm. You just flew right to the ground, got your beak in, and got your worm. And all of a sudden, it's like, man, why am I worried about that? Why am I worried about this situation, that situation? Like. All of these things that are going on. And in that moment, wisdom starts becoming high and emotions start going low. Question What do you do when your emotions are high? What journey do you go on? Do you stay on the emotional journey? I've been there too. I can't believe they said that. High in the world. They going to say that. You know, they acting like that. You know, what's interesting is the scripture says something about emotions. We'll go to one scripture, Matthew chapter six, verse three. I'm pretty sure we are familiar with uh, this text, but if not, it's okay. We're going to go through this together. Matthew six, verse 25. We'll have it here on the screens. If you want to pull out your phone, go ahead. You version app. Don't get on Facebook, social media, unless It's a Facebook Live or Instagram Live. I'm joking. I'm just messing with you. But whatever device you use for your scripture, that is fine. But let's look at what even Jesus knows. He knew that emotions would come. You know, that's what I love about Jesus. He he is so in touch with what we're going through. He's not one that is like, ah, get over it. He's like, hey, hey, I got you. So verse 25, therefore, I tell you, do not worry About your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. That's me on my running route, looking at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Oh, you of little faith. So do not worry saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear for the pagans run after all of these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. Think about this. God knows what we need. Even in our emotional state, God knows what we need. And Jesus in this moment is like, it's okay. But don't worry about it. I know you don't like what happened. I don't like what happened. But I don't want you to worry like about it. Worry is an emotion. You don't have to raise your hand. Has worry ever made anything better for you? It definitely had not made it better for me. It just makes it worse. This is what he says, verse 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of his own. Don't worry. I'm sure y'all probably remember the song, Don't Worry, Be Happy. It's like, man, how can I be happy? Because I'm worried. I I, I can't. It's it's so so much. Do you understand what's going on in my life right now? And you're telling me to be happy. What is there to be happy about? And so in this emotion, Jesus realized that worry does not draw us closer to him. Worry drives us further away. It actually separates us from the truth of who God is. Of what God wants to do for us. How God has already provided for us. And he says seek ye first the kingdom of God. Not seek ye first the kingdom of worry. Because when we're focused on worry. We're looking at man I don't have. We're looking at us being deficient. For, versus God being efficient. And God having more than E enough. And so Jesus is like, Hey, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. We got a scripture on emotions. We got a scripture on emotions. All right. So now what I want to do, cause I've made the statement when emotions are high, wisdom is low. So we're going to go to a wisdom scripture. Psalms chapter 37 verse four. Psalms 37 Verse four, Jesus is saying, do not worry. Verse four, Psalms 37, four, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, we all have desires. There are things that we would like to have in our life. There are things that we all right, we like to see, we like to enjoy, we like to experience. And God is saying when emotions are high, wisdom is low. Let me now share with you about wisdom. So they'll pull up the next slide. I'm going to actually read this. What the Psalms 37 uh, verse 4 actually means. Psalms 37 4 is not a promise that God will give you whatever you want. single people in the house. Ooh, Lord, I want him. Ooh, Lord, I want her. Do you really? Do you really, really want him, want her? I know you want a date. I know you want to be in this relationship. Oh Lord, I want that car. I want that hat. Lord, I want them shoes. I want them clothes. God is saying, hey, I know you have desires. I know. It is not a promise that God will give you whatever you want, but it is a promise that as you seek God with all your heart and delight in Him and His presence, then He promises to fill your heart's desires because you will want what He wants. You will want what He wants. I will want. What he wants. I can say this is a funny story now, but in a moment, y'all, it was not a funny story. So my wife here, Kim, you know, as a married couple, you have conversations, you know, as a husband, you desire some things as a wife. She desires some things. And I can remember it was Mother's Day. We had uh, for her Mother's Day gift. I purchased some furniture, couch, love seat and a chair. Like, whoo-hoo, go, Robert Earl. You did good, son. Fast forward, three or four years later. Ooh, babe, I want some new furniture. Huh? Wait a minute. But you got furniture, baby? What, what you talking about? You want some new furniture? She's like, yeah, you know, that furniture was good then, but, you know, I just want some new furniture. You know, because we were talking about moving to another house. This was what, 2016, you know, there with the furniture. And then we moved into the new house 2018. And so here we are now, 20, got the furniture in 2016. We're going to 2018. I'm like, man, that furniture is still brand new. It's really only us in the house. <laughs> and so. We're right there on Highway 80 in Pearl. We go to one furniture store. Then we go to another furniture store. And y'all, I'm talking about it was tense in a loving way. And, <laughs> and I'm, in my mind, internally, I'm like, really? What is, what is this woman thinking right now? Because she's not thinking right now. We just got furniture in my mind, I'm thinking. But outwardly, I'm like, okay, babe, I understand. I, I get it. And she was like, babe, I want to go get it. We have the money for it. You know, let's just go get it. And I'm like, "Babe, we can save. See, I'm all about that saving. I'm all about, you know, every penny. I want to know where it's going, babe. I want to know where it's going. And so, but I'm like, Really, babe, do we really need this furniture? Babe, I want this furniture. I want this furniture. We got to get it. We got to get it. It's like, all right. It's like, hey, let's take a break. So we go to Cain's, Raising cane. <laughs> so we get to, you know, like the house. And so now we're eating the chicken fingers and fries. Y'all, that sauce so good. <laughs> Lemonade. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So lo and behold, We're talking and I'm like, y'all, we don't need no furniture. We can put that money up. You know, we we about to move to a house. You know, that's save emergency fund. Come on, Dave Rams. You know, it's emergency fund. We can we can put that to the side extra money. But she's like, babe, you know, we got it. This and I'm like, so here I am. Chicken finger, sauce, lemonade in my heart. In my heart. And the Lord say. Go to the furniture store. No, Jesus, we're not going to no furniture (laughs) store. I'm going to stay right here Eat these chicken fingers and fries. Drink my lemonade and I'm going to call it a night. We're not going nowhere, Lord. I'm not giving in. Not giving in. But I couldn't move off of it. As good as that sauce was, I couldn't move off of it. It's like, hey, go to the furniture store. Go to the furniture store. I'm like, okay. So now we're on our way back to the furniture store. And it was two stores. I was like, babe, which one do you really want to go to? Well, at the other store, I like those pillars. And at the other store, I like the couch, the left seat and the chair. I'm like, no, 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 not two stops. One stop, one stop, babe. One stop, one stop. So she was like, OK, we'll go to this store. So we go to the furniture store, right? So we get in and we're saying hello you know, talking to people like, yeah, we're back. We're back. And so we're walking through. And so we see this, this other couple we know. They say hello. They see Chase and Kylo. Wave hello. And then it's like, okay, we'll get it. We'll get it. But let's just wait a little while as we get closer to close. Wait till we close. Then we'll get it. Hey, we got the money. Wait till we close. And then we'll get it. All right. So that was a Saturday. Fast forward, Monday, I'm eating lunch. I get a text. Hey, Robert, my wife and I, when we saw you and your family in the store, God put it on our heart to buy you some furniture. I had to stop eating and call Kim. I said, babe. You're not eating right now, are you? No, nah, no. I said, if you're standing up, sit down, because I need to read something to you. So I read the text to her. Babe, are you serious? I was like, yes. But she's like, how they know we want furniture? We didn't tell them we wanted furniture. we just walking in the store. Saying hello, that's it. Then in the text, it says, Will you send us your address so we can send you the money? Okay. I'm like, wait a minute. How do you know we want furniture? We didn't tell you. Not only that, you're going to send us the amount of the furniture, and we didn't even tell you the amount. So, you know, I'm basically, I'm like, Lord Jesus, this Monday, that check should be here Wednesday or Thursday. Looking at that mailbox, baby. (laughs) Because I'm wondering how much are you going to send? Because we didn't tell you the amount. We didn't tell you that we wanted furniture. Lo and behold, the check is the exact amount that we need for the furniture that Kim desired that I didn't want. But hold on, hold on, hold on. When emotions are high, wisdom is low. So right now, God is trying to help us even in our emotions, that where emotions can become low and now wisdom goes high. Because now in this moment, there's a mind shift on God being more than enough. Anything is possible. Who am I to deny what the Lord can do? We just sang that song. Anything is possible. So, Lord, wait a minute. You tell me we have the money for the furniture, but you're telling me you don't want me to use that money that we have for the furniture you want to provide. Wait a minute, Jesus. I got to get on this side, get it on this side. Lord, we have the money for the furniture. We didn't pray and ask and get in faith for the furniture. We have the money. And you just say, hey, go to the store. Walk. Look. My provision is there, but he didn't say that specifically. Then pray for it, then ask for it. But that's his 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 desire i didn't want to get up he like get up boy my provision is there for you i'm i'm trying to help you shift the mindset of really understanding that i am your father who is more than enough that i can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask think or imagine So here it is. We have the money for the furniture and God is like, I know you have the money, but I still have money too. I know you have the provision. I gave you that provision, but I don't want you to use that provision for the furniture. I'm going to use my other provision for the furniture. I'm like, okay, Lord, do what you do. Anywhere else you want me to go? I go quick, Lord. I go quick and not Jesus, but it's like in this moment, God is revealing His wisdom, and I wonder how many times are we saying, "God, I trust you, God, I believe in you, but we don't move out on the very thing He's telling us to we're over here praying. And believing that we are in faith. But God is like, I want to do more. And so I have desires for you much more than you even have for yourself. But you have to get out of the emotional mindset and come over into the wisdom mindset and realize that on this journey, this journey of generosity It's all about you trusting me. I am the father of generosity. That's what God is saying. I am the father of generosity and I know exactly what you need. And even when I provide, it doesn't mean that you're going to purchase everything out of that provision. Because there are people who I have laid up for you that are wanting to bless you because that's my plan for your life. But if you stay in the emotional state and not move over to the wisdom state, I can't get to you what I desire to get to you. And so on this journey of generosity. Are we trusting God when it comes to what his word is saying or are we worrying about what he's saying? God, I know you said, but uh, I just don't know. Yeah, God, you did it for them, but uh, I just don't know. And God is saying, You are my son. You are my daughter. I just want you to see. There is so much more that I have for you, but I need you to step out of wisdom. Step out of emotions and step into wisdom, step into my plan, step into my love. And out of this, those things that you desire, I will align to help you see what you need to desire. Because it's not just the desire of getting it. It's the desire on how I want to get it to you. It's not just the desire on getting it. It's on my desire on how I'm going to get it to you. You know, it's interesting. Our son, Chase, he's always saying like, hey, uh, we're like, uh, take the clothes out the dry uh, out the wash and put them in the dryer. Okay, am I going to get paid for it? (laughs) Chase. Get paid. What you what, what you talking about? Get, get paid for. He was like, yeah, you know, you mentioned about, you know, work and how your mom have to go to work. And when I get older, I'm going to have to work and things like that. And so, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to go ahead and start working now because I told him even at the age of 12, my dad would send my brother and I, I have an older brother three years apart. So I'm 12. He's 15. My dad would send us in the neighborhood. Y'all, y'all talking about social skills, marketing, you know, like advertising. It's like, hey, son, sons, when y'all see a uh, yard that needs to be cut, you just tell them, hey, $10 for the front yard, $20 for the backyard. So we'll go up, we'll knock, introduce ourselves. Hey, I'm Marcus. Hey, I'm Robert. We're in the neighborhood, and we would love to cut your yard. $10 for the front, $20 for the back. Say, go ahead. So we'll mow. We'll get home and we'll tell our dad how many yards we cut. We count the money. Yeah, yeah. He was like, okay, now count it in my hand. We count it in his hand. And dad put it in his pocket. Really, dad? He's like, yeah. Washing the clothes, that takes money. We got to get toothpaste, soap. I'm like, really, dad? So why are we working? But he taught us some things. You know, he gave us a little portion. He gave us a little portion. But dad, dad was just teaching us some things. And so in Line Chase, you know, he hears that story. So he's like, so dad, you know, can I get paid for it? Can I? And he was like, son, there's so much more than getting paid and transferring clothes from a washer to a dryer. But right now, that's just where he's at. But on the other side, we are like, man, there's so much more we want to do for you than to give you a small portion of just moving wet clothes to a dry. We want to provide more for you than that. But right now, that's just where he's, he's at. So we have to teach him in the way of, hey, our love for you is so much more than this. We're just trying to show you responsibility. You know, don't wait (laughs) to, don't wait to Sunday morning. Dad, oh, my clothes are dirty. Really? We got to go to church son, in an hour. It's like, how are we going to do this? Well, we're trying to teach him what? Responsibility. But he's caught up on getting that paper, getting paid. And what I want to encourage us today in, when it comes to generosity, God is just simply saying, Will you trust me? I'm just just asking you to trust me with your life. And when I speak and ask you to do something, I'm not taking anything from you. Because everything that you have, I've given it to you. And God is saying, will you trust me in that of what I'm asking? Because that of what I'm asking is not only in showing your trust towards me, but this is a way I get to show others how you trust me and in return, they can trust me as well. How many of y'all have gone on a favorite or a good vacation, a fun vacation and you come back talking about that vacation so much The people that you're sharing it to or the person that you're sharing it to is like, man, I want to go too. How did you get to go there? What places did you eat? What places not to go to? You're giving them information. And out of that information, they trust you and they go on that same journey. And now they went on that same journey like, man, it was so much fun. You know what? We're going to go every other year or every year or however that is, even like a restaurant. You share with someone your favorite restaurant. They can tell you like those restaurants, boy. Iron Horse, I don't know if y'all have been to Iron Horse. They have right down the street. Tell me, hey, um, we're gonna go to Iron Horse. For real? Hey, have you ever had that fried broccoli? <laughs> they look, fried broccoli? I said, that's the same look I had. When we go, I'm gonna get some fried broccoli. We go get that fried broccoli. Ooh, they come back telling everybody about that fried broccoli. What was that? Trust. Now they're enjoying something. And now they get to go and tell others. And so what God is simply saying in in all of our lives, be it joy, be it peace, be it love, be it forgiving, be it giving, be it understanding wisdom. God is saying, will you trust me concerning these things? And so now for Kim and I, when it comes to things that we even have money for, God, are we to use this money to buy this or do we need to go and get some canes, come back to the house and you're going to tell us where to go? Because every time we ride by cane, boy, I like, Lord, do, do, do we need to get a meal? Anything you want to say, Lord, speak through canes, boy. You speak through cane. some raising canes, boy. And so worship team, y'all can go ahead and come on up. And so what I just want to encourage us as we close out this generosity journey. That God is simply saying, will you trust me with your life? Will you trust me in, in giving? Will you trust me in being a partner? Will you trust me when it comes to what I'm asking you to do? And we just simply say, okay, God. I trust you. I, I trust with Jesus going to the cross. He laid his life down for me. I trust you in giving. And so on the screens, they'll uh, pull it up. That where you can either go to the forward slash generosity, or you can see uh, in the back of the pew, there's a handout. And what we're just simply saying as a church, don't go on this journey by yourself. Kim and I didn't go on the generosity journey by ourselves. We're still not on this generosity journey uh, by ourselves. So we have mentors. We we have friends that are in our lives that we talk about the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God. We talk about how God has has come in and made ways for us that we thought there was no way possible with things. We have mentors in our lives, even when it comes to like, you know, forgiving because people can hurt you. And it's like, Lord, I know I I am to love, I'm to be a Christian, but Lord Jesus, I know they know what they did. Because they're telling everybody else what they did. God's like, you got to forgive them. Because I forgave you. And God is saying, just as you trust me when you come to me and ask me for forgiveness. And you trust that I forgive you. Will you trust me the same? when it comes to that of generosity and giving. And like I said, for us it's been a forever a mind shift change. Do we have the provision? Yes. But God is like I don't even want you to use that son. Kingdom mindset. Kingdom shift. There's so much more I want to get to you. So much more that I want to do for you. But will you trust me? Will, will you trust me with what I have for you? Because the desires that I have for you, I want them to be the desires so you can see them and experience them. But there are other people who are doubting my love. There are other people who are doubting me. And unless they see me in you, I can never show them my love towards them. But the one thing they're going to look for when they see you, They're going to want to know, are you all in for Christ? Are you all in for me? I I hear you talking, as we say in the street. Yeah, you bumping them gums. You ain't talking about nothing. You just bumping them gums. It's like I hear you talking, but your actions, your lifestyle, it doesn't line up. And so as believers, as Christians, I want to encourage us. God is saying this generosity journey is not just for us alone, but it's for others as well. And so we're going to go into communion in just a minute. Worship team will will sing. But this is what I love about communion. And if you don't have a communion elements, just raise your hand and ushers, they'll get it to you. We have a few down here that need some communion elements. Y'all just keep your hand up so they can get it to you. But this is what I love about communion. Jesus knew that if we tried to live life alone, it would be horrible. It would be miserable. We couldn't do it. So he comes and he gives of his life. And he's saying, no matter what journey you're on, I want you to know that I am with you. I want you to know and I want you to see the representation of my body that was broken, of my blood that was shed for you. So you can see you're not in this alone. So when you take communion, when I take communion, what we're doing, we're putting ourselves in remembrance of what Jesus has done. We put ourselves in remembrance of the provision that is laid out for us. And so as we take this communion. My prayer today is. That when emotions are high because they will get high we come to Jesus and say hey I need wisdom right now but I know I can't get it by myself so will you come alongside me and help me to see wisdom on how to navigate through it to see wisdom on how to move forward to see wisdom on how to forgive to see wisdom on how to live the life that you have for me. So this is just another reminder of God's generosity towards us that even when he didn't, even when we didn't have, he gave and he gave freely. So let's go ahead and stand to our feet and I'll pray. And then as the worship team leads us in a song we can take communion so let's bow our heads so father we just want to say thank you for who you are thank you for your love thank you father for your generosity and giving us your son Jesus thank you father that even as we see in the life of Jesus that he didn't do life alone he had other people with him walking and living life together so father I thank you that as we put ourselves in remembrance of what Jesus has done, that we're not alone and that we have wisdom made available for us. So Father, even as we go on this generosity journey is giving to you what you've already given to us. Thank you, Father, that this is just a reminder of your love and your faithfulness. And we make that mindset shift that everything that we need you will provide it and have provided because anything is possible and we will never deny what you want to do in our lives in Jesus name we pray